0: Everyone to the Truly Twinning podcast. We're excited about this week's episode. Um, we have a special guest who I will let Kat introduce, but we're very excited for everyone to meet her and get to know a little bit more about her business.
1: Yeah. So I connected with Diana through the Entrepreneista League, which is just such an f- incredible community of female entrepreneurs. And When I learned more about Diana's business, I was intrigued because I'm a horrible cook. (laughs) And not only does she have this incredible, easy platform to use, it's affordable for anyone to basically have their own chef, which sounds amazing for every day or when you're on vacation. But Diana, I'll let you
2: formally introduce yourself and your business. Thank you, Kat. Hi, Sam. Thank you again for having me. Uh, well, I'm Diana. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Chef Post, which is a digital platform and app where you can uh, book uh, personal chefs on demand for your weekly meals or for special occasions. What awesome. more could you need?
1: Like. <laughs>
2: You don't understand
1: if you saw my seamless or Grubhub bill, you would be ashamed. Um, <laughs> <Can I imagine? laughs> um, Sam, do you want to take it away? We have some sure. questions. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So, first question we had was
2: how did you come up
0: with the idea for Chef Post?
2: Well, I, at the beginning of 2011, um, it was uh, pre COVID actually. I was working like crazy um, hours. I was in the real estate business uh, and uh, I was coming home. I I have two kids, one is six and the other one at that time was one year. And I had a nanny that was helping us, very nice person and everything. But of course she was not able to cook. Even if she wanted, she didn't have the time because she was taking care of the baby. And then um, every time I, c- I came home, I was struggling to take care of the kids, uh, enjoy them, they wanted to play with me, but still I had to cook. And this was going on all the time. And I just said like, I mean, it would be amazing if we could just book someone on demand anytime we <laughs> want it, uh, or need it to cook for us whenever we need it. And also in the other hand, uh, I love entertaining at home with friends and family, but sometimes when you are cooking all the time, you cannot enjoy the, your guests or anything. So that started picking up in my brain. I said like, there, there has to be a solution for this. And then I saw that my clients, my colleagues, the other moms were always asking me, do you know someone that can come and cook for my birthday? Do you know someone that can come and cook whenever I needed, like maybe for the week? And I said like, I mean, there is a gap, there is no solution. And I'm, I'm, I'm very, I have a very entrepreneur business mind all the time, I have ideas. And I shared these ideas to other friends and everything. I say like, let's see if there is a market feed, if there is an opportunity for this, and I shared this with my husband, who is my who is our co-founder. And he said, like, I think it's an amazing idea. Let's see if if there is an opportunity here, here. And then we started. And now here we are with Chef Post. Uh, and we are very happy we did this.
0: It's awesome.
2: So many families, lives, and me. <laughs> and <my husband.
0: laughs> oh, That's really cool. Um, And, you know, Kat and I know what it's like to start a business and how being a business owner is very um, challenging. So what helps keep you moving forward or going forward or keeps you positive?
2: I think that is very important. The passion that you have for your business. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay.
1: Sorry.
2: Don't worry about it. (laughs) So there is, it's very important that you have passion for what you're doing, because it's not easy. It's sometimes easy, sometimes more difficult. It's had its ups and downs. But when you enjoy generally what you are doing and you have passion for, for that and you see how your business is changing, is being a solution for other people, it kind of, fits that that drive and that passion. I think it's very important that you love what you're doing because that's the only thing that is going to keep you going on in the difficult times. So you have to see I think that that the passion and the way you solve or help others other improve other people's life, I think that that's what makes you move forward.
0: That
1: makes more sense. true because yeah. I say that all the time when I was working, you know, for like a big, very corporate company. Probably in my last days there, I will say, you know, getting out of bed in the morning was, was getting hard. Like I wasn't as motivated as I once was. And I think that's when I knew it was time for me to go and kind of take a new business venture on. And yeah, you can try to find, something that motivates you every single day and you're like I'm gonna get out of bed at 6 a.m every day to do this then you will most likely find success.
2: Yeah I, I don't know if we if that guarantees success but it certainly it gives you that thrive to keep going and work. 10 times harder than if it was not your passion. I, I could work in Chef Post 24/7 during the weekends. I have to stop myself of yeah. working at Chef Post because I'm so passionate about it and so yeah. is like the dra- the drive and, and and the passion is is the best ingredient to start a business.
0: Sure. Yeah, no that's awesome. And then what would you say was the biggest challenge when you launched Chef Post or maybe something that's come up over the years since
2: So I believe um, having the right team around you, the right people that can help you uh, grow your business is sometimes hard because you have to do a lot of trials uh, and errors hiring or subcontracting. And sometimes it, it works, it doesn't work. So it takes time to find the right person. And one thing that I learned through the through my previous uh, uh, jobs and, and businesses is that um, you have to hire, um, know how to hire in the ta- in the right time and fire or let go fast. Because if you kind of take too long and you see it's not working, it's not working and it's not going to, work in one year or two years so you have to kind of fire or let go fast and Mm -hmm. try to to find the right fit so I think uh, having that team the correct team or the right team for your business is key because of course as an entrepreneur you cannot do everything by yourself so to have the right person surround on the right position on the right role It's very challenging. And I think that's kind of the the hardest part sometimes when you start a business to to have that that team around you. Sure. You can relate
0: to that, right, Sam? Yes. Well, it's just (laughs) you and I for the most part.
1: Doing everything until to your point. You know, I think what I struggle (laughs) with,
0: which maybe isn't fair, but it's just
1: the truth, is finding someone who cares almost as much as I do. No one will ever care as much as I do, right? I have to know that and accept that as an owner. But I struggle with that emotion
2: on a regular
1: basis because you have to separate yourself from being an owner and bringing someone on because that person isn't an owner. They're not choosing to be one. So I can't expect them to care as much as I do. That's just crazy. But to your point, it's so hard to find the right, person for the job and the right that
2: right balance yes i agree and what i see um, when the right person is the right person is when i see them they believe in the in your project in your business they have to have even though they are not the owners and they are not gonna have the same feelings towards the business as the owner they still have to dream about that project to have that vision with you because they are gonna Help you and give you ideas and bounce uh, with you. So, again, going back to the passion, everyone has to have this
0: passion. Like a proactive attitude, almost like yes. you with new ideas and things that they're thinking. Yes, agreed. Sure. Yes. Um, okay. And then, my last question before Kat takes over was just what advice would you give someone who's thinking about starting their own
2: business? Um, I think just start, (laughs) I mean, plan, but execute, of course, you have to, and nothing is perfect, and you cannot wait until your project or your idea is perfect. You have to build um, through the process, I believe, And, and if you, again, believe in your idea and believe that you are solving someone's problem or you're helping or whatever is your product or service or or business about and you 100 percent believe in it you have to just go for it and and do whatever it takes to 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 make it happen it's not easy sometimes people think oh an entrepreneur doing your business is easier than even being an employee in a job i mean it's I don't know what's easier or not, but if you're doing this just for the sake of not being in in a job, it's valuable that that reason, but I think it takes a little bit more, and just go for it, Uh, don't let anyone stop you and go ahead. (laughs) That's great. Yeah, I think.
1: Go big or go home, right? (laughs) Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: (laughs) Um, All right. So before I get into my questions, I feel like I have a funny story that you'll appreciate. So I worked at Marriott for a number of years before kind of going off into the self-employed world. And I was working on property at a lot of different hotels, two in Boston, and then one in New York. And not going to lie, almost every chef I worked with was very difficult and was kind of like a diva, and was always mad at me for I always did something wrong. Like I didn't give them enough advance notice about dietary restrictions or allergies or, you know, the menu was wrong. Why did clients order this? That's horrible together. They should be ordering this. And so, I ended up becoming very close with one of the chefs actually, but he initially like despised me to the point where I had to go into his office and basically be like, can you please like me? Because we have to work together. Like we have to. <laughs> I'm like selling hotel space and food is like a huge component of that. So and I think it's kind of common knowledge that chefs have such a different personality because they're almost like they're creators, they're artists, they're It's like a craft becoming a chef. So can you just talk about how you, because that's such a huge task. You kind of like collaborated and got all of these chefs together and they agreed to be on your platform. Like how did you communicate with them to get them on board? Because I struggled like to get them on board. With like I don't know, giving someone some more herbs at
2: the beginning of a site tour. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. Yes, and and it's so true. Is um I guess we have to with uh, the chefs. We get into like a common language. They speak the creative language that they, of course, is everything about the food. But there is the hospitality component and the customer experience that has to be involved. Yeah. in all our services. So there is a lot of talking, a lot of training. Um, we have a lot of one-on-one meetings with each chef. Right. So they understand the concept befa- behind chef post and the importance for the for us that the experience is not only about the food. Yes, that's a major component, but it's very important that the customer feels welcomed and that it, there is no diva attitude, as you say, like, oh, I'm the chef, like, I'm the chef, I just came into your home, now you do whatever I want and you eat whatever I cook, is, is, there is a lot of communication. So we have different uh, processes that we make sure that the chefs understand that concept. And when we see we are not a good fit and they they, they are not flexible enough to work with us or with the customers, it's fine. We see that after a couple of weeks and we say, uh, probably we are not a good fit. Maybe, maybe yeah. you are not what chef post is not the right platform for you at this time. Yeah. And that's, it has happened just like three with three chefs. And for me, it's very important that the chefs feel comfortable with the experience as well. Yeah. So as as the same as, as the customers. so it's just to be very clear and transparent about the expectations of the experience uh, the expectations that the customer have with that service and also to know what they are good at if they are not do not feel comfortable cooking certain uh, food or doing certain services we are 100 percent flexible on that and this is why chef post is a platform where the chef's profile is basically designed right. for, uh, by them, but um, with a lot of support from the team to make sure that they feel a hundred percent sure of the services that they are offering, and 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 being flexible enough to to provide the right experience to the customer as well. But it's an ongoing communications, uh, and of course they are not in the business side. They're not be very business minded or marketing minded and but we have the, t- the right team that that is supporting them and they see that assistance and they see where we are and the value i think that the principles we are very kind of repetitive we say listen this is why we stand by please make sure these are in the experiences this is what we want to make sure uh, the customer feels when they see you and it has been like a process, an educational process for both sides, for us to understand what they are stand and for, for them to, to also know our values. So yeah. a lot of communication.
1: <laughs> no, but I think I just want everyone to know how impressive that is
2: because just
1: corralling a bunch of chefs and actually giving everyday people the access to a chef is so cool. And I can imagine that was not easy. So
2: yeah. thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. <laughs> there, I, it was a lot of convincing making sure. <laughs> yes. Then. yes. And, and also they were open to have that one-on-one experience with the customer because most of the times that they are in the kitchen, if they like are isolated, or, or they are isolated, so they are enjoying themselves. Yeah. Have that communication during the experience with the customers. So that's one of the things that they, they like the most. And cool. So
1: um, all right. So my next question is did you I guess you kind of touched upon this, but were you someone that never liked to cook? And so, in some respect, you solved your own problem with the idea of chef post. Like you had mentioned you were busy raising your kids, and so but maybe you liked cooking, but then realized you didn't have the time. Um, Talk to us about that. Like, do you enjoy cooking or were you like, oh, screw this. I'm so busy.
2: I can't even handle it. I'm going to start my own company. (laughs) So both. I I know how to cook. I enjoy cooking, to be honest. Okay. But once in a while. (laughs) I don't like to cook every day. Okay. Or three times a day is not my thing. Not for for you? Okay not for me, but once in a while, maybe once a month, (laughs) but uh, that's, yeah, I want, I like to cook, but like doing that every day is hard. So for sure, this is part of my own problem and the thing that I was struggling with. And I saw that struggle with many of my friends and clients and people around me. And now that we have Chef Post, Of course, I book a chef once in a while. When I see there is availability, I of course I give the priority to the customers. And if we are fully booked, of course I'm not gonna, no, I'm gonna reserve (laughs) my my chef and and the customers figure out. Let's put them in a waiting list. No, of course not. You have to eat, so we got it. So but of course now the customers are the priority. And sometimes I, I laugh that about that with my husband. I say, like, you see, now the joke is on us. We created this and we still <laughs> sometimes do not have the champ available for us. But um <laughs> so that's how it is now. Because of course I, I prefer for the customers to to have yeah. that. Yeah. But oh. we are we are hiring as 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 we grow, of course, we have more demand sometimes that we can can supply but we are um onboarding new chefs every week that's awesome wow that's amazing um so
1: what is your favorite meal if you had to pick
2: i love rice so everything related with rice i love um i love like paella uh there is one chef that does this amazing rice with a curry um so yes I, I like savory food, yes. and, and anything with rice is my, my thing. And I cook amazing rice. too. <laughs> <I> love, <laughs> it. love it. Um,
1: all right. So our last question to kind of wrap this up, which I think is the perfect ending. You are now servicing clients in South Florida, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Yes. Can you give us a little sneak peek with maybe where you're looking to expand Mm -hmm. Coast? So us non-kitchen
2: domesticated
1: people (laughs) can have a chef one day?
2: (laughs) Yes. So uh, probably uh, we're going to be moving or scaling to the three-state area, like New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. That's our next. Okay. (laughs) i'll be your first
1: client like i promise that i will definitely be wanting a chef to come over but Uh, i live in a brownstone so so you'll have (laughs) to start putting in chef's profiles is chef willing to walk up a three-story brownstone like no elevator
0: and work in a (laughs) tiny kitchen
2: yeah (laughs) yes Yeah, it's a different. I used to live in New York, so this is why I feel more familiarized with with the lifestyle there. And right. That like local chefs will hopefully will understand yeah the, the spaces and the difference. Yeah, so, they'll figure it out. <laughs>
0: yeah, I feel like even in New York, like even if you had a chef, like I, and I don't know if this goes with your business model, but almost a chef who will like prepare meals. And like provide them to people to like, you know, like bake in the oven or like provide instructions because, you know, some people, I mean, there's like a certain demographic that has like a real home kitchen. And then there are people who live in studio apartments that like have like a tiny oven and like, you know, working with like the bare minimum. So it's just, it will be interesting to see the types, I guess, of um, clientele that you would get there, like what the demand
2: is. Yeah. yeah, and and to see what the chefs uh, up there are willing to do to to get the job done. But I'm sure there are plenty of them that would love to help I'm sure. this in in yeah yeah.
1: Oh well, Diana, thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about your business. Um, you. We really appreciate your time. We loved getting to know you. And we're super excited that our travel company is now going to have access to Book Chef Post, which is just so cool for us to enhance people's vacations or trips whenever they're going to a Chef Post destination. So, yes, thank you so are much. are
2: excited too to serve all your customers, <laughs> your yeah. consultants, customers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh well, thank you so much. And thank, thank you for, for having, having me. Touch